Look at me. Yeah? L- look at me. Look at me in the eyes. I am looking you in the eyes. All right. Tell me you haven't missed me. I always miss the Brick House podcast. I, I do too. Yeah, me too. Another episode of the Brick House Pod. I hope you didn't miss us too much. I'm Joseph Brennan, sitting here with Andrew Pissarro. Nice, nice Sunday afternoon. Us recording on a Sunday feels right. It just does. Like that's why we do this podcast in the first place. I wouldn't want to do it any other day. Uh, yeah, it's really the only day that we're generally available to do this. Maybe on a Friday before we go out, but we've, Sunday, we've, Sunday we've still... tried that before. It doesn't always end well. No, <laughs> that's why we don't have episode four of this season. We have it. We have it. You don't have it. It's unreleased. <laughs> Let's just say if the people want it, the people are going to have to <laughs> make it worth our while. Yeah. Oh, you can fill in the blanks there. All right. What, how do we start every episode these days? Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, no. How do we start every episode? Um, happy Christmas. How do we start every episode? <laughs> Top of the queue. What you been listening to, Mr. Mister Sir? As you know, we are a big action Bronson podcast. He dropped a new EP last couple weeks ago, Lamb Over Rice. I really enjoyed it. I will say... Not really like a commercially, he's, he doesn't have like a club banger or a radio banger off of this, but it's it's 20 minutes long. It's like seven tracks. It's the perfect like, oh, you and your friends stayed up till four in the morning partying and just loafing around your apartment. It's great music for right around then. Like like late evening, you're chilling after like going out. It's, it's perfect for that. Yes, it's very good post midnight music. Yes, 100%. Um, also, shout out Action, Had a Kid. Had a kid, and he took over Sabaro's Pizzeria, and I don't know how it tasted, but it looked like he made some banging pizza. I would hope that he made better pizza than Sabaro's regularly makes. Because honestly, I'm not a fan of Sabaro. Uh, it's Michael Scott's favorite pizza in New York. Right here is my favorite New York pizza joint, and I'm going to go get me a New York slice. Well, Michael Scott's from fucking Scranton, Pennsylvania, and yeah. their, their pizza tastes like toilet water. <laughs> Wow, you heard it here first. Toilet water. <laughs> New York toilet water or Scranton toilet water? Because there's no way that New York toilet water okay, so, is worse than Scranton toilet water. So Scranton pizza tastes like New York toilet water, but Ohio pizza tastes like Scranton toilet water. Are you taking shots at Ohio because Hayden's not listening to the podcast right now? Yeah. Okay. Fuck you. Okay, cool. Love you. Okay. He's getting deployed soon. Am- employed? Deployed. I'm, I'm ha- I'm happy for he, your employment. He, he is employed currently. He's getting deployed. Oh shit! No. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna be fine. But if he if his entire unit doesn't come back, listen to the podcast. We're not letting him back. In the I just said a prayer for you, Hayden. Okay, cool. Love you. All right. What's on the top of your queue, sir? Top of my queue is uh, one of the best drummers in jazz, Art Blakely. He's he passed away in 1990, I believe. Uh, born in like the 1910s, I want to say. But uh, he's one of the the best jazz drummers out there. My dad says. He's the kind of a drummer where new jazz musicians would, quote-unquote, go to college with him. So a young Bradford Marsalis and uh, Wynton Marsalis, they got their start playing with Art Blakely. Uh, so did Thelonious Monk and Chick Corea, Bobby Timmons, you name it. He played with everybody. But yeah, Art Blakely, dope jazz music if you're looking for some nice uh, some nice yaz. I was listening to yaz today. Yeah? Yeah. 
I listen to John Coltrane. It's my favorite thing. No way. Holy fuck. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, man. Yeah, I knew you were. Yeah, I was, uh, I was like, there was a moment this afternoon where I was like watching an episode of Mad Men. Which you I don't know seen. how happy I am right now. Yeah. You just said that, and it was like right around the Christmas time in the in the TV show. And then I was also watching football. And then there was a, so at moment there was a moment in time where I had my favorite things by John Coltrane on in the background of while also watching a football game and watching Mad Men. I think I have a problem. Do you remember yesterday I texted you? You ever want to like just live inside a song? Yes, and I was listening to that song, Dark Side of the Moon, like the like probably like Great Gig of the Sky or a couple other tracks off that would definitely be on that. We did talk. We did mention it's Thanksgiving. How was how was your Thanksgiving? What was your favorite side from Thanksgiving dinner? Uh, my favorite side was the stuffing. Yeah. Um, my uncle he makes a really good Italian stuffing. What is an Italian stuffing? I can't really tell you, but it tastes amazing. And I think there's some kind of weird meat inside it. It's probably sausage. Probably sausage. So yeah. So the stuffing is the same for me. I enjoy. I enjoy the yams. I like sweet potatoes. I would eat sweet potatoes without the marshmallow topping. Like people don't eat sweet potatoes enough. We also had my mom made banging mac and cheese, which was gluten free too. It was really really good. We never have mac and cheese. Oh yeah. Never. We, we've only had it the last couple of years. It's like been a recent addition. What's your take on the? There's people who are getting out there right now and saying that turkey is trash, and the only reason we eat it, it it's which is why we only eat it on Thanksgiving. Like, what's your opinion on that? I'd say there wouldn't be Thanksgiving without turkey. I don't... like Turkey's fine. It's just like there's so much more meat to a turkey that I'm not going to make this on a regular basis because I don't need all this much food. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, it's, it's fine. I don't care. Like, I will say that, like, it's not a thing. Mm. Would you be okay with Thanksgiving ham? Well, I don't eat ham. I'm not a big pork guy. Oh, the police are coming to get me. They heard I don't like ham. Well, there was a very viral tweet from earlier this week, and people gave out their their food opinions, and I think a lot of them are absolutely trash, and I think we need to make... I don't have these people's handles written down. I'd like to hear these. But yeah, they're bad. They're like really bad. So are you? without further ado, I'm going to edit in a drum roll like right here. <laughs> Tomatoes should never be eaten raw. Bullshit. This person can't be trusted. They're not Italian. Uh, well, clearly, but like... How can you not eat tomatoes raw? Like Tom Brady doesn't eat tomatoes, but Tom Brady's an asshole. Like everyone knows, it's better raw dog. I wasn't where I was going. <laughs> tomatoes and mozzarella is one of God with a little balsamic, a little vinegar, balsamic goes, basil oh, on top. It's, oh it's, hell it's yeah! One of the, it's one of God's greatest gifts to, to mankind ever. Like, I'd say that's like the sixth wonder of the world. Yeah, I would love to know what the five wonders are before that. Well, that's we're saving that for a whole other episode. Thanksgiving dinner food is so overrated. The only food served that's any good is the mashed potatoes, which is why we can eat them year round. That's a trash opinion. I would eat stuffing any day of the year outside of like the summer. As I stated earlier, the stuffing was the best part yeah, of the Thanksgiving dish. Bomb as, hell, bomb as hell. And I kind of disagree with the mashed potatoes takes. Mashed potatoes are probably my least favorite type of form of potato. Uh, to be fair, I never eat the mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. Yeah. Just because I make a banging mashed potato and for some reason... I, I love you, Uncle Pete, or Uncle Roy. I was going to um, say, Uncle Pete's coming on this podcast. You cannot disparage that man. Well, no, I love Uncle Pete. Yeah. I don't like his we mashed potatoes Uncle that Pete. much. Yeah, we love Uncle Pete, the godfather. But my Uncle Roy, he makes good mashed potato, but I make a banging mashed potato. I put garlic in that shit, bacon, cheddar cheese, so mash it all together, potatoes. I mean, butter. It is, it is, but that doesn't sound... I, I would enjoy that more than I would enjoy most mashed potatoes. That That's what I was like. French fries... 
diced potatoes, baked potatoes. I enjoy all of those more than I, and I enjoy just plain mashed potatoes. Because what you're talking about is mashed potatoes with accoutrements. Yaz potatoes. Yaz potatoes. Also known as jazz potatoes. I would I would like some more jazz in my potatoes. <laughs> if you know if you if you're picking up, I'll, I'll jazz down. inside your potatoes. I did not ask for that. Like, that is not, <laughs> just for reference, that is not what else, what I was, What else do this, does this right. country want to eat? Watermelon-flavored food is always an abomination in terms of the artificial version of watermelon. Like, I, like watermelon Jolly Ranchers are, are awesome, but they don't taste like actual watermelon. I read something today about some guy. He got his start, like, making money selling weed and watermelons. At the same time, I think so. Was he putting weed inside of the no, watermelons? no, no? It's like, just like, oh, you want some watermelons with that weed, and that's that was his business, and then he made money off that, and then he became some kind of famous guy. I'll gotta, look into this. I gotta find out who that was. Yeah, yeah, really. I hate the gross ketchup frosting people put on meatloaf. First off, you don't put ketchup on it. My dad puts ketchup on you it. You get Heinz. VA juice, onions, carrots. Wheaties, um, Wheaties, Worcestershire. You put Wheaties on top of your meatloaf, bro. Bro, you never had my dad's meatloaf. No, I have not. Yo, he makes a. He my dad makes a great meatloaf. He puts ketchup on the top. I think it's fantastic. My dad doesn't make good shit, but he makes a banging meatloaf. I can't believe Wheaties is in that ingredient list. Yes. That's so random. Yeah, breakfast of champions. Cheese pizza is the only good pizza. Wrong. This person deserves to be rocketed into the sun. Correct. That take is so bad, that person shouldn't be able to bring life into That's this That's the kind of person that likes pineapples on their pizza. Yes, which is also bad. Very yes. bad. Yes. Boneless wings are an embarrassment and don't deserve to be categorized anywhere close to real wings. You don't deserve to be characterized as a person. I kind of agree with this take, though. Because boneless chicken wings are adult chicken nuggets. Not that that's not a good thing. Those are fine. But bone-in chicken wings are prepared so differently they taste better. I feel like I'm actually like digging into something. They're disgusting and I don't like I'm a shit pig when I eat them around people, which is why I don't eat chicken wings around outside of the close circle of trust. You know what I mean? Like No, no, I'm talking about real protein. I mean like man protein, you know, from the flesh of slaughtered animals. When I've war paid out, I'm a blood dripping is what I need. Chick- I would never order chicken wings on a date. I'd have to be dating this girl for like six months, saying I love you, like have met her parents, and then I will eat chicken wings around her. Disclaimer I- I went on a first date once at Buffalo Wild Wings. Terrible idea. Yeah. It got fucking, both of us got wing sauce all over our face. Cupcakes aren't that great. Bullshit. Total bullshit. Have you heard this theory that where you, what you're supposed to do with cupcakes is you, you know how you have the frosting on the top and then you have the little cake part? You cut the cake part in half on the bottom and you take the bottom part of the cupcake and you put it on top and you like squeeze it down and make it like an Oreo and eat it like that. Too complicated. It is too complicated. No. I, I've done it. I'm not proud of it, but I'll try a lot of things. No, you munch it, get all the icing all over your mustache, eat a little bit of the wrapping, and then just go to town on the rest. Ding dong, ding dong. My dad just sent... That, that, live, that live ding on the pod was my dad sending something for us to ponder. He goes, best vinyl record cleaner, spinning clean record washer. <laughs> He knows. He, is that what he wants for Christmas? Uh, no, because he doesn't use his vinyl anymore. Is that what you want for Christmas? I don't need one. I have a record cleaner. <clears throat> Where'd you get it from? My dad. <laughs> Vanilla ice cream is without a doubt better than chocolate ice cream. So this is how it goes. Chocolate ice cream, mm-hmm. number one. Vanilla mm-hmm. ice cream, number two. Okay. Vanilla ice, number zero. Uh, what's your f- opinion on mint chocolate chip? Okay, I, the green one or the, the white one? Always the green one. Okay, good. Uh, I'll put that in my top five. Okay. 
Chips and salsa can be eaten as a meal. Yes. Yes. Well, that's like I think that's like the first thing that we've agreed with. We're fucking not broke, but like we're bachelors. I chips and guac is a great meal. I love chips and guac. I've done that many times. Yeah. Dipping fries in mayo is better than dipping it in ketchup. I think this person Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. I hold regular mayo? Not Halman's, like good mayo. Get that Sir Kensington shit. If you ever go to Montreal or France, that's what they give you. They give you mayonnaise instead I think, of ketchup. What's the the aioli mayonnaise? Aioli. That's that, basically that, just mayonnaise with oil and some kind of garlic. That I would kind of agree with. But regular mayo, like the the light mayo that's in my fucking fridge right now, I'm not putting. Well, no, nah, not right. ha- that's what I said. Not Halman's, but like good mayonnaise. Yeah. I the thing that this doesn't it doesn't specify that in the tweet, which is why I'm not giving it that kind of credit. I think this person's fucking crazy because they implied that you could grab any old mayonnaise and, and to be fair, you ever you've seen Step Brothers, the fancy sauce, it's mayonnaise yeah. and ketchup. I love fancy sauce and it's delicious. I want some fancy sauce. Yeah, I'm not done using it. It's good. Can I have fancy sauce? Of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'm using it right now. I also love Thousand Island dressing. Thousand Island's. The right Thousand Islands, what they use at... With uh, the right combo, yes. Yeah, yes, yes. Steak fries or crinkle cut fries are for sinners. I'm not going to discriminate. I'm not a huge fan of either. I'm not going to discriminate on the shape of the fry, but the best fry is obviously... The regular. Curly fries. Nah, I like those little thin ones. Do you like them super thin or do you like them like a little chunky? Like I'm from like McDonald's style French fry or like... Where they're like a little more fluffy over at like Wendy's. Well, I don't discriminate on the thickness of my French fry. Oh, yeah? If you know what I'm saying. Oh, I like the thinner cut fry. Actually, Abe's Pagoda. Shout out Abe's. I was there last night. I ordered their fries. The first thing I did when I walked in. You ever get Smashburger really... French fries? Uh, Probably once because I've had Smashburger. Those are nice and thin. Yeah. But then again, Five Guys makes a nice, yeah. a nice French fries. Right? Yeah. Tater tots are garbage. Tater tots or garbage? Tater tots are garbage. No. This person can't be trusted. That person shouldn't be able to vote. You know, I bet that you, person should not be able to that's vote. That's the person that didn't get tater tots from Napoleon Dynamite. 100%. Napoleon, give me some of your tots. No, go find your own. Come on, give me some of your tots. No, I'm freaking starved. I didn't get to eat anything today. Peanut butter in any form is repulsive. You, sir, are repulsive. I want to know who hurt that person. One time in college, <laughs> this one time at band camp, my neighbors across the hall TP'd my door. So to retaliate. What, what year was this? Sophomore year. Okay. Yeah, I do remember this yeah, now. Yeah. So to retaliate, because no one ever has peanut allergies, especially in college. No, yeah. no one has ever once I had a peanut, uh, allergy. peanut butter and jelly all over their door. Terrible idea. Did you get in trouble for that? Uh, no. That's good. This is good. We didn't get a, we didn't get a, in trouble for a lot of things sophomore year. We're not gonna talk about hey, that. Sophomore year was probably our like disciplinary wise like the best year that we had. Sophomore year. Yeah. Yeah. Sophomore year was. <laughs> It was a good time. I enjoy oatmeal raisin cookies and would pick them over most cookies. Uh, my mom makes a banging oatmeal raisin. I could see your mom making a banging oatmeal raisin. But she raisin. puts those little like cranberry raisins inside. Oh, yeah, the crazy The white chocolates. Oh, oh. You've had them. Ooh. Uh, not recently. Uh, she, yeah, she's not making cookies this year. What? And I was like, Mom, we're what? making cookies, okay? Hush well, up. I will Hush come up. over to your your house. I'm and gonna make, tell her you said that. I will come over to the house and help make cookies. And she's gonna love it. She's like, oh, this is what it takes to get Andrew to come over. Seriously, <laughs> all like, right, cool. That's that's really all it takes. It's like if you tell me if you don't come over, I'm not making cookies. I will come over. That's like an just so open- you know, like I'm gonna tell her that, and she's gonna expect you to come over. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should do a podcast live from your basement. 
We could. I, we could bring When's all the last time you've been in my basement? New Year's like 2012. When I threw up behind the... the that did the happen. I thought that was a dream. No, yeah. Joe, I like... We had we had like 10-year-old champagne in Joe's basement. Oh, my God. And, and, I was so bad. And I like was getting sick and Joe's like, you can't throw up in the bathroom. And so he makes me go outside and I throw up... Behind the garage. Behind the shed. And then come back inside and then... We proceeded to, we watched Black Dynamite, like, that was the first night I ever saw Black Dynamite. Great film. It was a good night. All right. We got some music news that we need to talk about, and uh, fuck Gold Link. I really could end it right there. I'm not going to, but Gold Link is a rapper who went on tour with Mac Miller back in the day and posted this really weird Instagram talking about his relationship with Mac. He kind of inferred that the song Dang, which is featuring Anderson Pac, was influenced by him and the, the entire divine feminine album was influenced by him and it just seemed like it, it it seemed very weird to kind of talk about mac this long after his death like this where it's like bro like why are you like he he's double like anderson pock just absolutely destroyed him on the internet which just dragged him all over the place and i'm at the point where th- with after reading this and even reading his follow Goldings Goldings follow up comments where he tried to like double down on it, it's like you clearly are jealous of Mac in some way. Like Mac, I've listened to a couple Golding songs, they're good, but a majority of Mac, I would take ninety nine. I'd take all of Mac Miller's library over Goldlink right now. Like why? Why are you disrespecting the dead like this? Why? Why are you bringing this up? Like it made it made no sense to me. And so yeah, I'm canceling Goldlink. I'm not. I'm not gonna listen to Goldlink. Which is a shame because he's released some great music throughout the years. But, but you, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be an ass, if you're gonna be an idiot and like bring up Mac Miller like this, then I'm out, man. Like, it, like there's a place for like social awareness and like discontent, but this is not the way to express it. I've never seen. It seemed. It seemed like honestly, and Mac of all people, like I it, feel like Mac was so like open and like he supported he brought he brought gold link on tour he he it even says in the thing how when he first released his his album there was a song that unique which was also featuring Anderson Pac that he made them play on tour every day constantly like mac was in your in your corner and he talks about how him and mac like drifted and weren't as close friends but that's happened to us too like there were a few years where it's like we weren't talking all the time. It wasn't like either of us was mad. We like, also lived like 500 miles away. Right. Like shit got in the way. But like like three states. Yeah. Well, mainly the only Maryland and Pennsylvania touched each other. Oh, you're right. I live in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was only 240 miles away. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know that from the old accord. Shout out. Well, uh, RIP. I, but you, I don't understand why you needed to bring up Mac Miller. This th- this whole thing read like uh, like a, a note he wrote at three in the morning while he was like looking back on everything and blaming Mac Miller for him his own lack of success. It's like like take take responsibility and embrace and and just put out good shit and don't worry about what everyone else thinks this is. That's the thing. He's been putting out good shit. He's always been putting out good. Well, shit. Well, I won't be listening to it anymore. Yeah. So well, that's the thing. Another person I won't be listening to anymore. Um, last year in my, I think she was number 10 or number 11 in my, my albums of the year, uh, No Name, one word, No Name, um, released the album Room 25. Really awesome album, really awesome rapper. But 
she's been in the news the past few days saying on Twitter, end quote, I don't want to dance on stage for white people. I refuse to keep making music and putting it online for people who won't support me. Um, she's she's trashing white people, essentially, for listening to her music and for buying tickets and going to her shows when they're there to just support her. I mean, I understand the whole the whole social conversation, the whole the whole civil rights conversation, but same thing, like you're making music for people. Like like it's all inclusive, like it's two thousand nineteen. We're supposed to be moving towards a more progressive conversation. I feel like I don't know, no name you need to take a step back and just look at what the conversation is in front of you. I totally agree. That sounds that sounds very weird. Like, why are you going to... If these are the biggest people supporting you, why are you going to shit on them? Yeah. And if you look at a bunch of her performances, she has white dudes in her band. Like, you don't want them to play with you anymore? Like, I, like, I don't understand. Maybe she was trolling. Maybe she was just trying to make a joke, but it, it didn't come off uh, as that. No, that's, that's a really bad look. Yeah. Speaking of canceled artists, R. Kelly came on at the bar a couple weeks ago, and it was uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. It was re- remixed to Ignition. Still slaps. But you can't, you can't listen to that anymore. Like you can't, you can't listen to that. It's, I was literally standing there with all my friends and like all of us were there, like hands on our armpits, like trying not to like move because it's like, why, why would the DJ even put that on? I, there was a, there was a time frame too, where no one was playing Michael Jackson when a lot of that allegations came out. Michael has kind of resurfaced, but Michael also had a bigger influence on the musical world than R. Kelly ever did. To me, Michael, well, not to me, but like. In whatever platforms I listen to, Michael never stopped being played. Like, even during all the shit, they kept playing Michael throughout it. Because that's the thing. Like, he made such an impact on all of culture and all of music. Remix to Ignition, though, is was a song that, like, it's funny. It's weird to say it like this, but, like, it was on at college parties for us and it would be on at college parties for our children. Like that's how good of a, that's how good of a party song that was. Like that was an all time classic, which is a good tease because we're going to do our top 20 bangers of the decade later in this episode. That was, that's an all time. That's a slap. That's like, that's a bump. That's like a, that might be a top, that might've been a top five party song ever. And now we can't play that. Yeah. Thank you, R. Kelly. Yeah, no, thank you for nothing. Thank you for, thank you for absolutely nothing. I, I, it's, it's time to do. Is it that time? Another drum roll. Yeah. This is the most. This is the most difficult work we've ever done. Oh, on we're the doing podcast. that now. Yeah. So, be speaking of bangers, last week we did one, and it took. Was it the Rage Against the Machine one? Yeah, the Rage yeah. Against the Machine one. Too. That one took a lot of thought. And this one was like this times one was, twenty. This one, this one was like it, we were literally probably on the couch for ninety minutes. We had to make a phone call to consult out to consult an outside opinion. I'd say we were on the couch for like two to three hours. Yeah. How do you? Where do you want to start? You want to go bottom up or top down? Bottom up. All right. So we did our. We were gonna do the top ten bangers, and then we had a list of like. 13, 13 and you can't end on 13 bad number 13 so we couldn't finish 15 because we thought of a couple more so this is all released from 2010 and on and we're gonna start at 20 with a release from major laser 
M-O with a slash through it. I don't know how to pronounce that. Mwah. 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 And DJ Snake. And that's Lean On. Yeah. It's an EDM song. It was a commercial for one of the phones for a while, but that song, it slaps so hard. Very good party song. And think of a lot of a lot of really nice memories yeah. and blurry memories that lot, happened during yeah. that song. A lot of blurry memories. Next one was a, a trap song that came out in 2015. Um, this dude actually played Scranton while I was living there. Fetty Wap. Uh, didn't he have glaucoma in his eye? That's that's the only place you get glaucoma because oh. that's like that's that, that's why his eye was fucked up, right? Yeah, and I mean that's is. that's the whole the whole like running joke about like medical marijuana back in the day was that you some people had glaucoma. Oh, that's but right. He actually True. had glaucoma. That was good for him. So he got that medical. Well, Trap Queen was number nineteen because that was that was such a banger. That was a banger. People got excited about that. Yeah, for, the, for the ladies a long loved time. Trap Queen. Yeah. Another one the ladies loved was Dark Horse by... Dude, everyone loved that song, yeah, not dude, just the ladies. The, the beat on this is so hard. And when Juicy J comes in, yeah, uh, Dark she's Horse. a beast. Larry Hoover. Uh, Dark, Horse by, Dark Horse by Katy Perry and Juicy J. Yeah. Number 17. Uh, this came on at every college party we had. Yeah, for years. Fucking Problems, ASAP Rocky, Drake, 2 Chains, and Kendrick, as as my uh, counterpart here says, the Mount, some would call it the Mount Rushmore of rap at the time. I think there are people we know who would, if you said name your Mount Rushmore of rappers, would give you this Mount Rushmore. I don't know if... The only one missing is J. Cole. Yeah, you'd probably drop 2 Chains for J. Cole. Although 2 Chains put out a good album this year. He's put out some really good work. Two chains. There's a couple more two chain songs that we could have put on this playlist that didn't. This list that did not make it. Uh, that brings speaking of J Cole. That brings us up to "Can't Get Enough" by J Cole and Trey Songs, which is off Cole World. Which, I mean, I thought this came out in 2009 because we've just been listening to it for so long. But this song, that song goes like that's a that's a great dance song. Same too. thing when that comes on, everyone forgets what's going on. Yeah, and they well, just lose it to that song. 100. As we talked about earlier, our man. R.I.P. Mac Miller, Knock Knock, which was off of the name of the mixtape was Kids, which stood for Kicking Incredibly Dope Shit. It's my favorite mixtape of the mixtape era. Like, yeah, there's some good Wiz Khalifa, Action Bronson. Like, even the Logic mixtapes were super dope. Um, who else had great big mixtapes? Juicy J. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz, I said Wiz. Oh. I mean, Wiz was the king of the mixtape. Yeah, era. Travis Scott. Travis, Trav had some good mixtapes back in the Dat Piff days. Oh, my God, Dat Piff. But Knock Knock... You heard I, that at every party, every, every party. I used to every post game. I used to remember. You know, I remember banging on the walls of whatever party we were at <laughs> when, when the knock knock part came on. Great music video too. That album's really really good. There's, there's another song that I would have put on this list if we had gone longer. But the spins by Mac Miller is also a banger that's on that album. As we mentioned in mixtapes, Travis Scott, Sicko Mode, featuring Drake. That like. It's newer. It's newer, but it hasn't. People haven't stopped playing it since it came out. It's a, it's an all timer, I think. And the, you know what's funny? Shout out Manny, who will get on the pod eventually. He will let the song play, let the opening like, like, music go, and then just, just keep, a little tease, just a little tease, and then keep hitting it like six <laughs> times after that, so it restarts. And it, I always enjoy that. Um, this guy you saw. I saw live with year. Travis Scott. With Travis Scott, yeah. Last New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, at midnight, they played this song. Um, the we've band talk- we saw, nothing. We've talked about this like 
We've done probably Multiple 25 times, episodes yeah. of the podcast. We've mentioned this like so many times. Yeah, in the last we did year. a segment. It was Mo vs. La. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, Mo Bamba by, by Sheck, Sheck West. West. All right, the next song. This is an all time college song for us. This is senior year. This came on at the pregame, at the bar, at the party. This was every year, everywhere senior year. Uh, Bobby Schmurda. Hot N word. Yeah. <laughs> Or as I said on the phone when we were talking about order earlier, hot word I'm not allowed to say. <laughs> I, I like to say brother. I replace N-word yeah. with brother. I specifically remember being at Cockeyed's, this song coming up, and it's just like you, me, and a couple of Nick and a couple of our other friends, just like the, the chorus came on and we're like freaking out. There's a part in that song where... If you ain't a hoe, get up out my trap house. Gets the entire bar going. And uh, somewhere, Free Brigio. Uh, about a week ago. Called about a week ago. Always. Just. Everyone. It just. Yeah. Everyone knows it, that. It just. Everyone went nuts. Yeah. Number 11. Lamborghini. Mercy. Yo, Chick Ciso. Thirsty. Mercy by Kanye West. Big Sean. Pusha T. And 2 Chains. There was a second there where. All Kanye was Kanye and Big Sean. This was like early in our college. This is probably like sophomore, freshman sophomore year. All Kanye and Big Sean were doing was just putting out bangers that that you came on that came on at the club, and I for one would like that to come back. Yeah, we miss you, Big Sean. Yeah. Um, number ten, we're into the top ten now. Here's the top ten. Uh, this is a newer one um, in the latter part of the 2010s. She and Bernie are, are so. First time I heard this, I was DJing at the Bog. Represent the Bog. Scranton and this chick in a oversized Michael Jordan white jersey comes up to me. All right, she had forty five or twenty three. Uh, I think it was no. Would he ever wear ninety nine? Uh, that might have been Rodman then, because it maybe, that was Dennis Rodman. Maybe it was Rodman. That actually, that kind of that checks out way more than a chick show coming yeah. up in a Dennis Rodman jersey. Yeah, so a white Dennis Rodman jersey. She had like a lot of makeup on and. The way that she was wearing it didn't look like she was wearing pants or shorts. So she comes up and he's like, she's like, play this new song, Bodak Yellow. And then like she, I put it on and then just butts hit the floor. <laughs> Asses dropped. I was like, what am I listening to? Yeah. Yeah. That, that checks out. Like if you want to get an entire group of women just moving. That's the put one. Put on Bodak Yellow. That's the one. And then, okay, we got a new one at number nine, a really new one. And I knew it had to be up there because I've, I have been in a sports bar watching games happen, seeing teams score touchdowns or home runs. Actually, I think I heard a louder scream for when this song came on at the bar than when the Nats hit the go-ahead run in game seven. And there were way more people there. Old Town Road, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X, and Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus with the sample from a Nine Inch Nails song. Yeah, which they're finally getting credit for. Yeah, the dude, the dude won a Country Music Award because of it. Yeah, it just the most unexpected song on this playlist of the decade. Of the decade, probably. Yeah, I would say that it's it set a record for most weeks at number one. Yeah, like what seventeen or eighteen weeks at number one. Yeah. All right, number eight, bad end. Bougie. Migos. Um, this place used to... I wish that came out when we were in college because just like Bobby Shmurda had the same effect where like people just like stopped what they were doing, I would be in the middle of conversation with my friends at, at my like go-to bar back home. This came on and the entire... Like the first 
year that this came out, the entire bar just erupted. And you can say, like, for a few years before this song came out, like, their style of rapping was, like, changing the rap game. But, like, once I feel like this song came out, like, it was just, it fully opened the door. And, like, the the triplet rapping just was, mm-hmm. like, that was the only way to go at that point. Yeah, I would agree. Number, Number seven, seven. Hell yeah. Fucking right. Drake, Drake and, and Lil Wayne. Wayne. Peak Wayne, too. Yeah, peak Drake. I don't know about that. You don't think so? I don't think. I think peak Drake is if you're reading this, it's too late. 2014? Yeah, I think that's peak Drake. Well, some people say this was his best album. Uh, I think if you're reading it's too late is better. Personally, I like that better, but. I, the, he won a Grammy for that album. For which one? Take Care? For Take Care. So That's all I'm saying. But hell yeah, fucking right. And we fucked the Grammys. It, yeah, fuck the Grammys. But hell yeah, fucking right has come on so many times at the bar, at the club. It always gets the people going. It's got a great beat. It's got great rap. It's got great verses on it. And this was still when, like, this is, like, shortly after Lil Wayne puts out, like, right above it and puts out. Um, was this after Mrs. Officer? Yeah. 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 Like, Bill Gates had already come out. He had the Carter 3 had been out for a few years now. But this, I think this is, like, and Drake and Lil Wayne have done so many tracks together, but this had to be on the list. All right, and this is where we kind of go back. We started with EDM, and this is where we kind of go back to it. Yeah, the last, like, ten songs were, like, all rap songs. All rap, but but we all know where our bread was buttered in the last decade in terms of bangers. Yeah. Here's where you get to the real EDM club bangers. Clarity by Zed and Foxes. Like, every party you went to, literally every, every single party, party they, this song will be played at least once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least once. You there were many nights that we would jump par- around parties and hear the song like three or four times. All the time. Yeah. All the time. And like and it's still to be honest, like there'd be points where I was like, Oh, this fucking song again. But like there's a reason that it was played every single fucking party. And it still comes on and like you still go you go out to the club and this still is like mixed in there for sure. Uh had to put him on there for this this song. We always lost our shit. We still lose our shit when this song comes on. Kendrick Lamar Backseat freestyle, backseat freestyle. Yeah, track three on Good Kid, Mad City. Right, coming right out of "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe" into this is one of the best musical transitions in the history of like music. But this song, the the beginning of this is hype as shit. the The beat is super hard. I can specifically remember this coming on at a certain person's house, and everyone, my house, yes, his house, <laughs> everyone just losing their shit and singing along with every single lyric. Speaking of songs that brought my physical house down, this one, this one actually almost did. <laughs> um, when you put this song on, people acted like a bunch of fucking animals. <laughs> it, speak, it was Animals by Martin Garrix, which if you haven't listened to, please, for the love of God, stop this podcast, go listen to it, and then come back to me. I listened to this on the subway track, on the subway a couple weeks ago. I was like waiting for the train. I was like, this is weird. The ground is not shaking. <laughs> Which is weird because you're on the subway. Yeah, but when this song used to come on at my house when we threw parties, we had like a little, we had a table, we had a table, uh, like a, a living room table that we literally had so that people could dance on top of it. And it broke in the middle of a party and I'm pretty sure it was when animals came on. I used to feel the floorboards of my house physically shaking when this song came on. Like we, we had like a whole DJ and light set up. Like it was, it was really legit. But 
for a shitty house party in Scranton. His living room made for a great dance floor. Terrible yeah, living room. Horrendous living room. <laughs> great dance floor. <laughs> great dance floor. But when animals came on, I mean, it literally blew the fucking roof off of the place. So you know that meme where like the turtle's coming out of the wall for some reason? Yeah. I always think of your apartment with all of the holes in the wall. <laughs> we had so many. <laughs> all right. Uh, Number three is... Uh, Mm-mm. In Paris by Jay Z and Kanye, Kanye West, West. So. had to be up there. Yeah, uh, they went God mode on this song, featuring Will Ferrell. Yeah, from uh, Gla- Blades of Glory. We'll, we're gonna do top ten albums of the decade. I don't know if Watch the Throne's gonna get up there, but this is there's an argument that it should be up in the top ten because yeah. the amount of bangers and good songs are around that album. Oh, it's so good. But yeah. this is this is the. That's the creme de la creme. I would still listen to this song out t- tomorrow. Yeah. Right Came now. on right now? I'd, I'd be, yeah, I'd be, I'd be up. Yeah. All right. Number two, Calvin Harris featuring Rihanna. No, I think, first of all, it's a Rihanna song, so it's Rihanna featuring whoever the fuck else is on the song. Get it right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, we Found the Love. I think it's just We Found the Love. Yeah. 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 Um, literally, same thing. You heard that song everywhere and anywhere. You know, it's funny. When I, uh, this song had been released by the time that I was on the swim team at Scranton and it used to come on at practice like three times at practice. Did they have like speakers in the pool? So no, you- they have that at University of Maryland though. I've That's been amazing. To, I've been to a couple pools like that. It's cool, but it's not that cool because like when you take your head out of the water to breathe, you don't hear the music anymore. Interesting. And you like have to like put your head in the water in a certain way to actually listen to the music. So just drown yourself. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's name a better way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> I actually knew a guy on swim team growing up who had like an MP3 player like in the back of his goggles and it had like waterproof earbuds and so you could listen to music while you swam. That's badass. Yeah, you would like you would, like download like a playlist to it or whatever. How loaded was this guy? Uh I went I lived in the rich white part of Maryland. He had a bit of guap. Yeah, yeah, he had a little he had a little He had some nice rye bread yeah, in his back pocket. Yeah, 100%. A number 1 RIP Avicii Levels Same thing This same, song came on like, Anywhere I, and everywhere I remember when this came out I remember Do, do you know Have you heard the remix Where they he, they loop it backwards They The There's a remix Where it's backwards And it's just as good If not better Interesting Yeah It's probably dope Yeah it's really cool all right, so that was our top 20 bangers of the decade. So yeah, if you have any uh, comments, you, qualms, complaints. Brickhousepod, no C, on Instagram. Or what call it? us up at 917-725-0616. Joe, so let's go back. Wild news, according to Rolling Stone. This happened months ago. I only found out about it recently. Uh, you heard of Hasbro, the, the toy company? Yes, I've heard of Hasbro, bro. Okay. They make uh, like Oreos and crackers. No, that's Nabisco. Nabisco. Hasbro <laughs> makes action figures. <laughs> Recently purchased Death Row Records. Well, there's a lot of action going on at Death Row Records, right? Coming soon to a Christmas near you, my Snoop Dogg action figure with a removable blunt. <laughs> <laughs> what can you replace the blunt with in his hand? No, it's just like, you know how like He-Man back in the day would have like a sword? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Snoop, Snoop Dogg has, has a blunt. What does Tupac have? Bandana? 
Yeah. Yeah, he has the he, he they give you like three different colors of bandana to, for him to use. Okay, so red, red, and red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Who think else he, was on that? Suge Knight, so give him a gun. Uh Dr. Dre was originally on Actually you should give Suge Knight a sword. He's a knight. <laughs> okay. Um yes. <laughs> Dr. Dre give him like a what did the what do the doctors have? Prozac? Uh they can prescribe Prozac. Yeah, give Dr. Dre some Prozac. Okay. Well, yeah. So yeah. Um, and so speaking of death row, Joe, Joe said to me, let's do top five death row songs today. I was like, okay, cool. So like, I'm going to go listen to some Dr. Dre and some Tupac or whatever. No, 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 no. I meant top five songs you listen to before you're put in the fucking electric chair before you're on the actual death row. So, well, you would be on death row by that point, I think. Records or? The actual death row. Yeah, actual. Yes, correct. Um, I'm, I need to give my five in order. So I want you to go first. All five? Yeah, because my right. five, like, I want them specifically in this order, so I don't want to disturb your, like, minor... All right, well, since we're doing Death Row, Death Row, I think I should start with the Death Row record song. Snoop Dogg off the album Doggy Style. Mm-hmm. Great uh, song, great album. Yeah, Murder Was the Case. Okay. I think I should go with Body Count, the Cop Killer. Uh, that's Ice-T's punk band. You can't find that song on Spotify. Got to find that on YouTube. Um, I hate that, by the way. Not about that song, but it, that that's a thing. Like I have like Auditorium by Most Def no longer on Spotify. None of Jay Z's music on Spotify. Like, Jay Z's hurting his musical legacy by not being on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like like I know some people live by title. Some people say the music quality, the sound quality is better. But just put it on fucking Spotify. Make it make it easy for all of us. Like I'm so sure that the sound quality is better in your 1999 headphones on title. I'm so sure because you're spending all the money on a nice pair of headphones that you should be spending money on title. You should be spending it on rent and food, okay? Yeah. Stop, stop eating crackers and cheese. Get a real dinner. Uh, number three, Shaggy, It Wasn't Me. It's was a great song. Because what other song should you play when you're about to be killed? It wasn't me. I, I didn't do it, I swear. Number two, Metallica, Ride the Lightning. Because once you ride the lightning... You never go back. You never go back. Unless you're fucking killed in the electric chair. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure they say in that song. Yeah. And number one, what better song to 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 leave this earth than Baby Shark? <laughs> I would want to be killed in the middle of that song. And I love Baby Shark because of the gnats. But like that, yeah, I don't want to get through the end of that song. <laughs> it's like, oh, I fucking hate this song. Just fucking kill me. And then there you go. All right. So here's my five. Uh, and a couple of mine are long. When the music's over by the doors. You know what's funny about the music's over? Um, I have known on two occasions that the radio show that I was working was like never going to happen again after that day. And it's always been the last song that I've played like coming out of break. Diablo by Mac Miller, which is off. A lot of Mac talk on this episode, uh, which was off of Pictures, which was like his last mixtape. But there's like an alternate version on youtube that if is the, the only version that comes up on youtube it's the the instrumental is way different and it's way better i want that one that specific one god lives through by the tribe called quest which is at the end of midnight marauders i think it's either the last track or second to last track that song's like really reflective and like calming the 15 minute version of voodoo child off electric ladyland by Jimi hendrix because that shit slaps really hard. It's beautiful. And you want it to be a long and painful death. 100%. Like, like my life is long and painful and full of agony. And then A Day in the Life by the Beatles. Oh, that's a really good one. I want in that order. 
like I want when the music's over into Diablo because Diablo is like a as a piano based instrumental off of the keyboard from uh, that and then you go from hip hop to hip hop and God lives through you can go right into Voodoo Child. Are you gonna hear the entire um, day in the life? And then at the end of the last really big note, damn, yeah, and then, then boom, out. That's not a big way out to go. Like a light. But we all know you didn't do it. It wasn't yeah, you. It wasn't me. Yeah. All right. Brick Pick of the Week is a new segment that we're throwing out there for song that we listen, song or album that we listen to that you should check out. It's usually going to go on Instagram. It didn't this week, but it's Joe, what's the name of the track? All right. So the Brick Pick of the Week is James BKS featuring Q Tip Idris Alba, who DJed the Prince and uh, Megan Megan Merkel's wedding. I think it's Markle. Markle, whatever. Super, super hard flex. That um, is an amazing, all, yeah. like that's an all time, like imagine casu- like the Prince of England just casually is like, yo bro, can you DJ my wedding? Be like, uh, I think I'm busy that day. Yeah. <laughs> I have another wedding to do. Um, yeah, so Q-Tip, Idris Alba, Lil Sims, uh, the name of the song is New Breed, really cool music video. Uh, that's the Brick Pick of the Week and you heard it right here listening to the Brick House Pod. Catch us at, at ba da 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 Yes, I'm back on Twitter. You heard it right here. But that's on his Twitter handle. That's at JoeyMutz93. Oh yeah, thank you. At JoeyMutz93. On Twitter. I like at gangster movies. Hardcore. And peanut butter. Guitarist and use the dial. Yes. Actually guitarist in um, Jossia Supreme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at Andrew Pissarro on both platforms. Follow me. Hot take quakes coming all day, every day. Squeet, squeet.